1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Starfellows, your favorite D and D podcast in a galaxy far, far away. I'm your dungeon master, Rob, and with me, as always, are my friends Hannah, hello, Amelia Som,
2: hello, hell
1: and Brennan. Hi, guys. <laughs> Where we last left off, uh, Rama survived mm-hmm. his experience in the local jail and in the Corsanti uh, Power and Lights criminal justice system. Uh most notably you were uh put on a sort of trial, more of an indictment slash sentencing hearing, in front of Judge uh honorable uh Lely Floops, and of course represented.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <got that> name. <laughs> and of course oh. represented by uh Mr. McBiggins, Saul McBiggins. Saul um, McBiggins. A real champion of a public defender. Um <laughs> Somebody in our discord mentioned that it seemed like Saul McBiggins was about to have his joker moment, and I got a real kick out of that um, that 's a side <laughs> yeah. note. Um, so Rama you in- also encountered the Nautilin that was on your ship, a previous bounty of yours that escaped from you when you were up in the a- upper atmosphere. Um, good old Digo, Nevada um, was being held uh, adjacent to you in the prison um, let's see L met. Uh, the Trandoshan pursuer that has been following our party, he delivered some ominous threats about dropping the investigation for Oko. Um, L completely bitched him out, rolled a nat 20 for a total of 27 on the intimidation check, and he skedaddled. Um, like the little
2: bitch he is. Right. Fucking around with my friends.
1: <laughs> um, you, know the,
2: you know what happens when you fuck around? You find out? You find out. Yeah. Oh learning some shit in philly
1: <laughs> <laughs> i am so not a good representative of like the philly uh attitude of like fucking around find out i live in a very nice place in philly i am a complete transport you're from from Midwest. Kansas. <laughs> you're
2: i know from Kansas. Yeah. i just that's why i said you're learning you're I am learning, learning. <laughs>
1: gradually gradually i just watch a lot of alan iverson tape uh and just go from there <laughs> uh yeah, I'm so Rama, you got off. You didn't you were not sent to the Vlad uh Tetraplex prison. Um instead, you were given a fifty-five thousand credit fine for various offenses charged to you based on your recent uh troublemaking around Coruscant. Your bounty hunting license was revoked. Um your license to operate an interstellar vehicle has been suspended. Um, we can explore kind of what that means more later or I guess whenever you want, um, although I will say that there are, there is an opportunity for you to get that license back. It's more of like, you know, when you get a DUI and your license gets t- temporarily suspended. Like that's the kind of like mess we're dealing with here in terms of you being able to operate a ship. Speaking of your ship, it is being held up for auction by the state uh, to as collateral for the fines that you are unable to pay. Um, and yeah, but mostly you're off scot-free. You still don't have your armor and you're transformed into a slightly different Claudite man. Um, and you and Akula are just on the courthouse steps. Um, and that's where we are now. So the party's split. L has dipped towards the Sleepless Circuit. Um, it's about 7 p.m. So the club is just now getting open. Um, and Rami, you still don't have your armor. You left that back at L's place. So, what would you guys like to do?
3: Um, yeah, is there a way we can get into L's apartment without
2: L being there?
1: Um...
2: A little, light I- B&E. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> if you, you can communicate with L, um, through your various, like, phone technology, uh, and see if there... I mean, you guys can communicate. I'll let you guys handle that if there's a way to get into L's apartment.
3: Okay, I'll text uh i, I think aqua's just now seeing the the text from uh l saying that they're at the, the they're heading to the sleepless circuit already gets a little annoyed at that but then uh sends sends another text um got Rama need his armor can we get into your place without you uh
2: yeah um you probably like. I don't know. Probably like ten minutes after you send that text, you get a reply.
4: <laughs> uh, so where is,
1: where's L right now? So like you're uh, there's like a street view of this place with a giant neon sign of a woman's face. There's people going in and out. Before I give a full description, like there's like some like cafes and stuff around. Like where do you want to be posted up? Like while you're waiting for them.
2: Oh, I would wait like outside of the Sleepless Circuit.
1: Well, yeah, because you went there to like scout it out, right? So like yeah,
2: like, I'd, I'd go inside. I want to talk to Cecil.
1: Oh, okay, so you're inside the sleepless circuit. Okay, so... Yeah, so
2: it's, like, probably a minute before I get to looking at my phone. <laughs> <laughs> um, Great.
1: Okay, uh, why don't we just resolve what you're going to text her, and then we'll we'll do a whole thing with you, since you're already... If you already want to be in the club, we'll do a whole thing
2: with that Yeah. Um, we get back to them. Yeah, so- I'll text you um, back and tell you where I keep the... There's, like, a spare key. It's, like, out in the front of the complex under, like... You know, a fake rock or something. <laughs> yeah, but it's okay, like, yeah. Y- yeah. Um, and and then I I tell you just to leave it in the house because now that you, now that you've messed with that key, now I have to find a new place to hide it in case someone <laughs> saw you. Right. Or actually, I just I probably just tell you to hold on to it because we might be around here again. Okay.
1: Yeah. So I guess Akula, you find the uh, like a potted plant that is like. I, I am imagining like just a standard pine tree for some reason in the middle of the city, like a small little <laughs> Christmas pine tree. Um, and yeah, underneath that, there is a house key to Elle's like third story apartment. Okay, so Elle, uh, you're Hi. already at the Sleepless Circuit. So let me just describe what this is like for you real quick. The outside of the Sleepless Circuit uh, has a giant neon sign of a woman's face um, with like lightning bolt blue neon design, there is like a lightning bolt striking through the woman's like bright pink neon eyes, um, and they're like wide open. So it gives this effect of like this woman is like wide awake. Um,
2: just like the Magnus Archives. I It's a sick Magnus Archives reference you just made there.
1: Oh, I don't know what that is. So should I know it's what that
2: a gay, is? It's it's a it's a gay podcast for horror people.
1: Oh. Uh, very cool. Well, accidentally stumbled into that, so plug for that show. Uh, have to give that a (laughs) listen, I guess. Um, we love you in theory. Don't know anything about you, but, uh, shout outs, big ups to them. Uh, so it's a three story kind of place. So it's like a large building, but not like a gigantic mega tower or anything like that. The entrance to the club, which is where I'm going to say you are currently, um, has a set of like double wide stone steps leading up to an entryway with a round velvet rope and three bouncers. Um, You would know these people. They're locals in your neighborhood and you've been here before. Their names are Toby, Bobi, and Obi. Oh my god. (laughs) They they are three Banthar brothers. The Banthar species are basically humanoid dog-like people. Um, They co-evolved on a planet with the Cathar, which are a Cat like species. Um, but humanoid in medium sized. Um, all three of them are wearing sunglasses and like big padded bouncer suits. Um, their fur is brown, white, and black tricolor. Um, and like they have canine features, but they're, they trend more towards humanoid than canine, if that makes sense. Like their snouts do not stick out all that far. Um, but yeah, they still Yeah, they're
2: have... like in fur suits, basically.
1: I, I, don't like that comparison but it is not necessarily wrong it does not look like they are in furry suits though um like they are just like yeah but they do have fur and are dog people Um, um yes so they are dog people um they see you approaching um toby who is like slightly taller than the other two just like looks at you and just like gives you a head nod uh um, yeah,
2: give him a head nod back.
1: Yeah, um bobby just kind of like says like, um Hello, Al, how are you?
2: Doing good. Uh how have y'all been?
1: Uh all three of them go
2: pretty well, pretty well,
1: pretty well, pretty well, pretty <laughs> well. Yeah, we're doing pretty well.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh you see any suspicious looking people around here?
1: Uh I mean no have you, hey uh bobby you seen anybody? No, no man, I haven't seen it. Did Toby? Toby, you see anybody around? Mm, not really, no.
2: Yeah, just uh, keep your eyes out for a Trandoshan that looks like a bitch.
1: Oh, Trandoshans, huh? Oh, yeah. uh, we, we've see, actually seen a few of them around. Like today? Um, uh, like not today, but like yeah, there's a couple of like Trandoshan regulars that come around.
2: Oh yeah, this this guy wouldn't be a regular. Hmm. But uh, yeah. Well, so like aggressive bitch energy
1: aggressive bitch and aggressive bitch, aggressive bitch. Hey, Bob, you yeah, like with aggressive bitch energy? Nah, man. What yeah, like they're an aggressive,
2: like? like they're an aggressive bitch, but also the bitch energy they emanate is also just aggressively overwhelming. Hmm.
1: They all kind of like nod and like look at each other like through their like sunglasses and like, yeah, true, true, true. Um. Hey, so are you trying to try to get in?
2: Yeah, is it cool if I head in?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh. I think Cecil has already started working, so she should be in there somewhere, but yeah, you're welcome to come in. Uh, staff, uh, weapons check, you know what's up. Uh, yeah, you just gotta yeah, leave with thing the attendant.
5: Usual. Yeah. I got cool. it. Uh,
1: yeah, and then Bobby, who looks like, uh, or sorry, yeah, Bobby, who's the middle uh, of the two uh, Banthar brothers, uh, unclicks the velvet uh, red rope. There isn't much of a line yet because it's still kind of early in the evening. Like it's only still like 7 p.m. So there aren't really that many people around. It's probably a good time to be just, like, asking some questions um, before the night picks up. Uh, so he lets you in through the double wooden doors. And there is, uh, like, a, side, a crowd of people. There's some more, like, minor security people around in, like, suits. Uh, and there is a counter with a... Uh, woman behind that you would recognize as the uh manager of the club terry uh he is a human man with bright blue uh hair and a blight blue beard um he looks at you and says hey it's L. uh how's it going L?" oh
2: it's, it's going fine things have been pretty crazy around here so i guess it's as good as it can be
1: yeah yeah uh it's been it's been a lot going on since the uh lightning strike there's just been a lot of activity um you uh, coming to enjoy the club tonight?
2: Yeah, I was just coming to join the club, just, you know, catch a, Cecil's show. I've seen some of the things she's been working on. It looks pretty cool.
1: Right, um, hey, uh, that'd be great. Well, um, yeah, Cecil has a uh, her onstage performance uh, later in the evening, a couple hours yeah. from now. Um, she should just be walking around serving drinks right now. Uh, to get in, there is a $60 or 60 credit uh, cover charge. Uh, You don't have to check your weapon, of course.
2: Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, I pay the cover and check the weapon.
1: Cool, cool. Um, Yeah, so you give up your staff, um, and uh, you pay 60 credits to get in. Uh, You look around, and, like, it's not... Again, it's, like, not super crowded right now. There isn't much going on. It looks more like a bar right now than a strip club. Like, there are people on poles and stuff like that, but this is, like, early shift. Yeah. Strip club, so, like... uh, you walk into the club, immediately you can see there's two layers to the sleepless circuit. Um, the bottom floor, which you're on right now, has a main stage in the center that you can sit all the Like it is a rounded stage in the middle of this club. Um, it is slightly sunken down from the outer edges where there are more booths and tables um, and places for patrons to sit and solicit the, solicit the services that the uh, strip club and bar provide. Um, at this point, like there, are, the bar is also slightly smoky, just from people smoking cigarettes and other consumables around, and there is just kind of a light kind of fog so far, uh, standard techno dance music, all that. So what would you like to do while you're here?
2: Um, you said there's like multiple floors, right?
1: Yes, the second floor is more private. That's where there are private dance rooms. Looks like they're, uh, you would just know from being here once or twice before, There are, like, some smaller private stages and a VIP area upstairs, but there is, like, an open balcony structure where, again, like, over the main stage, there is no, like, second floor. You can just look down onto the stage.
2: Okay. Um, I'm probably going to go to the bar and get a drink, and then, um, I'm going to do a few laps, keep an eye out for anyone looking suspicious, and also see if I can get eyes on Cecil.
1: Great. Uh, so you take a seat at the bar. We're going to pause there and go back to Rama and Akala. Um... So, you guys are at, at uh, we'll just say that you, you cut to Elle's apartment. Um, you, Rama, I take it you get your uh, armor back. Very good. Um, you don't see any signs of Cecil. You don't see any signs that anybody's been in here since you've left. So, it's fair to say that like, Cecil didn't return home. Rama, you get a series of messages um, from Nola Breeze. You get like, bing, 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 four messages.
6: I'm going to open them up on my armband telephone hologram.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So on your wrist communicator, a holographic screen pops up. You see you get four text messages. First message. uh, Rama. So sorry. You're no longer welcome at the Starlight Bar or any Bounty Hunter Guild locations. Second message. Debt is still active with Brick. Third message. Razorcrest has been given up by us to be auctioned by the state. Fourth message, one week before Brick tries to collect
4: the debt.
6: That doesn't look too good. I'm uh, just going to close it out and then... uh, I don't think I'll mention anything quite yet, but I'll just look at Akala and say... uh, Thanks for letting me get my armor.
3: Uh, yeah, of course.
4: So, to the. What, what was it called again? The. the uh, tired, sleepless. Sleepless. Suck it, yes. Circuit, sleep, yes. 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 Um, I forgot all the clubs around here. Start with the letter S.
3: <laughs> um, L's already there, so we'll, we'll go meet him.
4: Alright. Um, should we. Are there any uh, security measures to do around here? Just make sure nobody followed us in or.
3: That's not a bad idea, I guess. Um, put so like a broom yeah. Room
4: under the door, or in the chair. Or...
3: Um, maybe just uh just check to see if everything's locked and secure. Uh, you got it. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go around in <laughs> in every room and make sure all the windows are shut and locked and um, all that stuff.
6: Can I, can I peer at the window at the uh, at the rooftop that uh, Rama saw a guy staring at him at just to make sure there's nobody there? Um.
1: Yeah. Why don't. Uh. Why don't both of you give me investigation checks?
3: Where is my investigation? That's a nineteen for me. Or I guess a dirty twenty. Dirty twenty. Dirty twenty.
6: That's a uh, that's a very clean nine.
1: Um, (laughs) Rama, you look up. Uh, to like the rooftop across the street from Elle's apartment building. And you don't see anything. Um, nothing seems out of the ordinary. Although from this vantage point, you do get a sense of like how the Trandoshan was like moving around on the rooftops. Like you see that like in this neighborhood, since the buildings are kind of like low to the ground and like older brick buildings, that it would be very easy to like jump from, firescape, from a fire escape and like kind of navigate this section of the neighborhood from rooftop and be able to slip in and out.
6: Fairly easily. So, like, Ram is running in the back of his mind. He's like, I-, I wonder if L also Spider-Man's in and around this area at night. <laughs> Friendly neighborhood. Uh, former Jedi. Um, <laughs> Akula, you're
1: snooping around L's apartment. Um,
3: I'm not snooping. Going... I'm just making sure everything's secure.
1: Sure, yeah. And you got a dirty 20. So, uh, you find some things. Um, you... Do find an open window, um, and outside of the window you can see that there is, like, a fire escape. Um, But on the windowsill, there is, like, a brown wrapped paper box. It says 2L and Company on it.
5: Hmm.
3: Okay. Um, And there's a little card on the
1: box as well.
3: Okay. This looks friendly. I'm going to pick it up and just gently shake it make sure it doesn't explode or something
1: um, you shake it um, and you hear the sound of like wobbling glassware and clinking metal
3: okay um I will cl- take it and close the window and put it in the kitchen I'm get like my my immediate thought is that it's a gift from the community for, for helping out but my D&D brain is like don't trust it <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, I mean, so there is, like, a card on top of the box, too, that you can read if you would like.
3: Okay, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll peek at it, I guess, yeah. <laughs> I don't um, want to be intrusive is the thing, but yeah, for, for safety's sake, I would look
1: wonderful okay yes so on the card uh you open it it is like a really cheesy uh, thank you card like it has like a boomer meme on the front of it that's like pastel painted somehow i just like <laughs> it's like a kid under a tree with like a really uh cursive font that just says without you i don't know where i'd be um <laughs> and then uh, on the inside of the card um in like very uh bad handwriting um says, Dear Mr. L and the Knight and uh, Akula, Uh, Hi, this is Davey. I uh, real appreciate what you folks were doing for me and for the community. Uh, Thank you in particular to uh, Mr. Knight, uh, Mr. Vyron, uh, for rescuing me from the the hollow folk. I really appreciate that. Uh, as a token of my gratitude, I, I went digging in the old basement and I uh, found some trinkets that might be helpful for uh, whatever it is that you young folks are getting into nowadays. Uh, See inside for details. Uh, much love, fuck the police, David <laughs> Alexander <laughs> Octavius Rex.
3: Um, I chuckle at that um and i go find whatever room Rama is in um rama i think this is for you what's for me take a look i, I it to
6: you. uh i'm going to hold it and i'm going to look at it and uh i'm like <clears throat> what the chances that this is a bomb
3: it's it's from old davy so hopefully not hopefully he wouldn't be stupid enough to 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 give us a a bomb but I I don't know anything could be up with that old man.
6: Uh I'm going to read the note and um you you could hear like a very audible but also quiet muted sigh go through uh the communicator <laughs> that uh uh projects my voice outside of my helmet. Um and um he says <clears throat> I think this is for El, but uh thank you, Akula.
4: Um I'm going to run some scans to make sure it's not going to
6: explode, and we'll leave it for L.
3: Um, okay. If that's what you want to do.
6: Can I. Can I run my. Is there any gadget (laughs) that you think I might have that would be able to. I'm not expecting, like, x ray vision, but there's got to be a a Mandalorian go go gadget bomb detector squad, right?
1: Um, I. I don't think that there is a check that you can do that will with 100% certainty guarantee that there is not a bomb inside this box. What I will <laughs> what I will say though is that like this is like it's a box that sounds like there is like some glassware and some metal inside of it. Upon shaking it it doesn't didn't explode and the card <laughs> was addressed to all three of you for like helping out like old Davey. Like, I, 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 you can choose not to open this literal gift if you don't want to. <laughs> <but.
6: sighs> um, I'm going to, to look back up at ocala and, and say,
4: <clears throat> well, I don't know when the next time is we're going to be able to get back here. Uh On occasion, we tend to leave the house and then, uh, get into some shenanigans, uh, If this is meant to go to L, then we should probably open it up and make sure they get whatever's in it. I agree. Okay. Um, Cover your ears or something. I don't know. Get behind the bed. Um, I'm I'm not
3: actually worried, but I I pull out my my shield just (laughs) just to make Mama feel good.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Oh yes, paranoid PTSD veteran, love it. I can't do that. I can't do the thing right now. I can't do the lightsaber noise. Damn. I mean, that was pretty
2: close. That's pretty good.
3: I don't turn it on. I just have it. I just have it out.
6: Okay. Uh, anyway, I'm going to unwrap it. Like, like really slowly, like cocking my head away from it and just,
1: Alright, yeah, sweat <laughs> is beating on your in, on your forehead inside the, your helmet. On the oak, as, like you, on the as you mat- of my helmet. <laughs> as you helmet. As you metic yeah, condensation is forming on your visor. You're sweating so hard. So you're the- dehydrating yourself inside of your helmet right now. And you like meticulously pull back the tape, like and you hear like a slight click. And um, let me roll six d six of damage. Roll- oh no! I'm no, no, fucking with you. I'm kidding. <laughs> there. There. The box doesn't explode. The box doesn't That's explode. That that you there. open it. You open it it's up, it's a glitter it- bomb. <laughs>
3: Doing four <D4> of damage. <laughs>
1: um, you you open it up, and you see that there are six uh like large medical syringes. Um, these are six uh medium strength homemade stem packs. That work at oh, cool. that work like potion of healings. They work like greater potions of he- or sorry, just normal common potions of healing. But they restore two d four plus two hit points, and you get six of them.
6: Oh sweet! I'm gonna give uh, I'm gonna give three to to Akla and be like, all right. Good news is, it's
4: not a bomb. Bad news is, old Davy's selling uh, <laughs> bootlegs. <laughs> Stimpack moonshine.
3: Yeah, maybe we uh, look the other way on this one.
4: Yep, yep, yep. <laughs>
3: yeah, you
1: examine them, and like you get the sense that like these were homemade in like every sense. Like Davy may have made these like stim packs himself with like old medical equipment.
6: Um, Say <laughs> like in the bathtub. <laughs> Like, Walter Whiting just like
2: it. needles yeah. he found on the ground outside <laughs> of the
6: part plus, plus, plus yeah, yeah two 2d two four plus two hit points plus one poison damage <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
1: if you grip them and- too hard they will shatter
4: in your hand
6: it's <laughs> <laughs> gonna stick them in my uh, my sleeves and be
4: like all right well shall we go to uh the stirring th- stirring sound Yes, yes
3: yes um i do a double check of all the doors and windows and let's head out
6: wait, wait a minute wait wait hold up you said we we're on the third floor yeah uh, yeah how did old davy get the third floor window open and put stick something in there fire escape oh that's right okay <laughs> i was like wait a minute <laughs> spider davy just okay. i mean
2: he would find a way
3: yeah. Old,
1: old Davy's lived a lot of lives before. You <laughs>
2: <clubs>. <laughs> old Davy's got some tricks up his sleeve. <laughs> like, that man, old dog has We some haven't new seen tricks. the last of him.
6: I, I really hope we have to rob a bank. <laughs> Something to send Old Davy in. Old Davy will save us all.
1: <laughs> mm. um, okay, so you guys head to the sleepless circuit. Um, on your way. Um, akala you actually get a phone call from rosie
3: oh i answer it absolutely
2: hello
5: akala
3: how are you hello rosie i'm pretty swell how are you
5: well things have been quite busy over here i have finished processing the data from the droid that you helped destroy and or disable We have an approximate recreation of what transpired at the client's home when they were burgled. So, uh, come by whenever to see that, I suppose. Are you busy at the moment?
3: Um, yeah, we're on our way to our our next lead, but I think that will probably be our next stop after that, so expect us maybe sometime tomorrow.
5: Wonderful. I will expect you sometime in the coming days. I have also run more tests on the worms, and it seems like they have the potential to mutate into various forms. Oh.
6: Is this on- Is, 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 is Rosie on speakerphone?
5: Yeah, I'm, I'm
3: guessing this is on speakerphone. <clears throat> Since oh, yeah, I Rosie, yeah. Like... <clears> oh!
4: <throat> Damn.
3: Like, uh, what, what other forms? What? Please, elaborate.
5: Well, let me back up for a second. The one worm that we had captured actually split itself into two in a form of mitosis on a major or- organism level. And so I thought this would be a perfect opportunity to see how they both reacted to different stimuli. So what I did was I exposed one worm to a small droid that would contain the worm in a controlled experiment of some sort and tracked how the worm interacted with that uh, Structure, and I exposed the other worm to a normal mouse, and they both completely diverged in terms of form.
3: That is good to note. Um, how, how different were they?
5: Well, the one that inhabited the mouse uh, changed its body structure significantly to adapt to the smaller form, and it also seemed to augment its physical capabilities much more strongly than the one exposed to the droid. Both specimens became aggressive almost immediately. However, the one in the droid seemed much more limited to what it could do. So, some inconclusive results, but if we were to extrapolate, I think that maybe the organism that they inhabit dictates how they behave.
3: Um, yes, seems like that is a Uh, logical conclusion to come to. Um, Did you find anything else of value?
5: Well, the ones that inhabit the droid have much more limited lifespan. I had to retrieve it from the droid, although I could do that much more easily knowing now how they operate, before it completely died again and I had to put it on ice. The one in the mouse seemed to live just fine for a while, but the mouse became rapidly dehydrated after a mere four hours or so.
3: Um, not that there's much behavior to track with a mouse, but did did its behavior change? Did, uh, did it make any strange noises, or do anything different than what a normal mouse does?
5: Well, when it was first introduced to the mouse, it went, uh, pretty aggressive. It started running around rapidly in its cage, and it tried to claw and bite its way towards anything that was presented on the outside of the cage, whether that was droid or uh, another mouse, or that's really all I had on hand, you know. It's really difficult to find non-droid test subjects when all you have around you is droids. I can't really show any other people my laboratory anyway. I digress. It got very aggressive, but as time went on, it more so started to wander and try to find other ways out of its cage, I imagine.
3: Okay. Well, that is wonderful information to have. We much appreciate your research, Rosie.
5: No problem. Oh, I also heard that, Rama, your ship is up for auction.
4: Ugh. Man. News uh, travels fast around this planet, doesn't it?
5: Not particularly. In fact, the only reason I know this is because I have got drones that are placed inside of the prison.
4: I cannot tell you how unsurprised I am to hear that.
5: I don't control them or anything, I just have listening devices placed around so I can get information as quickly as possible.
4: One of these days, I want to have a really long talk, Rosie, about the shit you know how to do.
5: (laughs) I think that you and I are due for a long talk anyway, considering that you have to seek alternate methods of employment now. I take it you would be willing to, perhaps, get out under some debt. I... have some ideas.
4: What do you have in mind? Um, The
1: hologram kind of looks at you unscrupulously and says,
5: Let us put a pin in this conversation for now. You worry about retrieving Oko. You're heading to the Sleepless Circuit, I imagine. That's where she was pinned last on their uh, security registry. That's correct. Wonderful. Retrieve that bounty, Brava, and then we can talk about what comes next. Okay, I mean,
4: <clears throat> okay, you got it. <laughs> did, did you Sorry change about that. just
5: your vocal? Okay,
4: um, I can th- do that, by the way. That's what that was. Just, uh, Claudite shit. That's what it was.
5: <laughs> right, um, Did you just laugh? Have fun with your Claudite shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I... <clears throat> I also heard a report that the Hive is pissed that several of their drones have been killed. That is, uh. several of their employees, they use only B terminology. It's
6: very in-theme. <laughs> okay, I was, I was picturing, like, low-intelligence AI, like, droids.
5: <laughs> no, you would think that, wouldn't you? It gets get confusing, because that is what, that's also what that term is. No, but no, some of their, I think the bounty hunters that were sent after Oko have been killed specifically. They seem pretty upset about that. We should um. kill
6: them for that alone. <laughs> That's
5: egregious.
3: (laughs) That's concerning. I had not heard that, but thank you for the update, Rosie.
5: You're welcome. Well, that's all for now. Ta-ta.
4: Hologram ends. Question, Akula. So, uh, the parasite things can change form at will. They alter their host's behavior. We don't know what they are. They're able to asexually reproduce through mitosis. We're not quite sure what they eat for sure. And also... Our clandestine robot crime lord sales bot, uh, knows everything we're doing.
3: Um... Yes, I guess that's an accurate read on the situation, but she seems to be on our side, so that's... that's good.
4: True. I was just wondering if this is what the Jedi normally do.
3: Um, well, seeing as this is my first solo mission, I... I don't think so, but, um, well, we'll just have to keep an eye on things, I think.
6: Rama, like, opens his mouth to ask, like, something about, like, I wonder if that's why L left, and then was like, ooh, never mind. <laughs> but I guess you wouldn't be able to tell because I'm wearing a mask.
1: <laughs> yeah. This is a pretty insane, like, first step into being a real Jedi, I will yeah, say.
6: <laughs> Rama's like, why the hell does anyone sign up for this shit?
2: <laughs> okay, so I get a cool, cool, uh, right weapon
3: um, <laughs> to swing you around
0: don't,
2: you don't sign up for this shit yeah, you, you don't. have superpowers and then you get kidnapped as a child and indoctrinated into this shit yeah rep.
6: that sounds pretty messed up it is think pretty Roman messed up. knows that
2: <laughs> uh nope
6: okay
1: so you guys had anti-jedi
2: to this- sentiment always <laughs>
3: Hello, everyone. I hope you're having a good Wednesday. We have just released season four, episode 33. And um, I wanted to say thank you for waiting so very patiently for this episode. And I wanted to come on here to say that we have officially wrapped season four. Um, Kind of crazy. Um, And what that means is the very next episode is going to be the last episode of Guildfellows ever. <laughs> um, kind of crazy, insane, insane. Um, it'll be the last, like, regular, like, story episode. We're going to have a season four wrap episode, as we always do. And then we're going to have a podcast, post-mortem wrap-up, whatever, whatever, whatever. So... As you're hearing this, if you're in our Discord channel, uh, our question channel will be open for both season four questions and podcast overall questions. I think we're probably going to, like, go season by season and just kind of reflect and see how far we've come and all this stuff. Um, But take this as the opportunity to kind of, you know, talk to all of us as... unit for the last time possibly so um yeah that's that's what we're gonna do um which also means this is gonna be my last announcement update whatever thing ever probably so um yeah I don't know that's really all I kind of have to say I'm a little behind on our social media pages so I apologize for that but um we'll we'll get there we'll catch up And um, yeah, next week's going to be the very last story episode, season four finale. And then um, I'm not 100% sure when the wrap-up episodes are going to happen. They may not happen for a while, simply because a lot of us are busy um, and we're just kind of working around our schedule. Um, So they might not happen for a few weeks. We're going to try to squeeze them in eventually. Um, we're going to try to squeeze them in quick, but if they don't happen for a minute, then they won't happen for a minute, but they'll definitely at least come out this summer. I will make sure that happens. (laughs) Um, they'll come out as soon as I can wrangle everyone together. So, um, yeah, that's, that's it. I think that's all I really want to say. I don't really need to go into the regular spiel that I do because I don't know. It's almost over um yeah thank you to arcane anthems for the the theme song as always um and thank you to everyone who has listened uh thus far and i'll we'll get into it more once those wrap-ups come out um but yeah that's that's what i've got thank you for listening um that's all i've got for you guys today we love you all so much keep your heads up stay safe we love you I'll see you later. Bye-bye.
1: Um, you guys are heading on to the sleepless circuit. L, we're going to come back to you real quick. Um, and then we'll reunite the party. So, you sat down to get a drink at the bar. Um, you're sitting there for 10 or 20 minutes. Um, you know, a droid comes in, serves you a drink very early on in that. Oh. Um, What do you order?
2: Yeah, I'll just, I'll just take a, I'm just going to get a gin and tonic. Right. the to
1: um, The droid starts uh, mixing you a drink. Um, as you're sitting here, you look around. Um, there are a pair of Twi'let girls dancing um, at the center stage. Just kind of a normal pole dance routine. Neither of them are Cecil. Um, you do clock that there's a decent amount of diversity in terms of the wait staff here. There's humans, there's Cathar, there's... Uh, there's a few Trandoshan women, as a matter of fact, Twi'lek, uh, Togruton, to you know, pretty much all of the, the more populous humanoid races. Um, there's even a one or two, like, there's one dancer that looks very much like a praying mantis that is seems to patronize pretty much only a bug species-adjacent, uh, aliens. <laughs> um, pretty equal opportunity uh, strip club, as all things go. So you kind of take all of this in and uh, a few minutes into sitting alone, um, somebody uh, comes and sits next to you and it is a uh, female Cathar woman um, with lion orange fur, um, mostly human features, sharp chin, broad feline nose, uh, cat's eyes. She's wearing uh, a crop top Oh, that has the Sleepless Circuit logo on it and some booty shorts uh, with fishnets, um, which is, has kind of an interesting effect on, like, the short cropped fur. Um, <laughs> yeah.
6: I was thinking the same thing. <laughs>
1: um, but very appealing, uh, very shapely. A stripper. Um, she sits next to you and says, Hello, darling. How are you?
2: I'm doing alright. You?
1: I'm doing fine. I noticed you're sitting all alone and thought I should come say hi. Uh,
2: I appreciate that.
1: My name's Sue. What's your name? Elle. Nice to meet you Elle. You know, most people come here looking for some company. Do you mind if I keep you company for a while at the bar?
2: Not at all. Do you mind if I ask you some, some questions? (laughs) <laughs> sure I'm gonna kind of describe what Oko looks like and ask if she's seen anyone who matches that description um around here
1: okay um have I seen a woman young goes by the name of Oko I mean that could be a lot of people um we get a lot of customers both male and female um is there anything notable about her that i would have known or should have noticed or
5: um
2: is there anything
1: um i, I mean you would have known that you know she's a senator's daughter she would right. be very wealthy like... uh, you have the description of her from the last time that uh rosie saw her with the like Biker gang jacket with all of the different patches, right? Uh, including the one standout like red mouth symbol as well. So you've got that description.
2: Yeah, uh, I'll. Yeah, she's a. Uh, she like comes from money, so she probably look a little out of place was wearing this like biker jacket with a lot of patches. Would have been a few days ago. Maybe threw some some cash around.
5: Oh. Um... You know, it
1: doesn't doesn't really ring a bell. Um, Roll a perception check.
2: Yeah. Is it like, also, is it like it doesn't ring a bell, or is it like a, you know, maybe. It's so hard (laughs) to remember these days.
5: Uh, I mean,
1: roll an investigation check. Uh,
2: Investigation is 19. 19. Um, And you said perception?
1: Uh, Sorry, Uh, just just the investigation check.
2: Yeah, that's a 19. That's good. I'm so bad at perceiving.
1: yeah so you just having you get the impression that this Cathar woman is perhaps hiding something
2: yeah is there um is there anything I could do to help you jog your memory
1: (laughs) you could uh I suppose you could buy me a drink
2: you can start with that Uh, I'll like you know kind of gesture toward the bartender
1: Hello, Sue. May I take your order? Uh, yes. I would like a gin and tonic, please. Um, and she looks side-eye at you. Uh, you also noticed with that investigation check that she has a peculiar tiara on. She has, like, a Quicksilver Mercury tiara that, like, swirls around her, like, lion fur, um, like, top of her head. Um, like, it doesn't seem to be, like, hurting or affecting her, but it is, like, two bands of Quicksilver swirling around each other in like a helix um, thing and it's just like ever so slightly has the effect of it as if it is moving interesting yeah so you sit down uh, with this Cathar woman uh, try to get some more information Rama and Akala are outside uh, with uh, Toby, Obi, and Bobi Uh, (laughs) um, yeah how do you try to get in?
3: Um, I'm just gonna walk up and, uh, are they, like, in front of the door? Or, like, can I just...
1: They are in front of the door with, like, a red velvet rope. Um, you can hear the bass music from inside the club, like, starting to actually pick up now. Um, there's, like, a line of people kind of gathering in. There's a lot of people that have been turned away in front of you. Um, just, like, some normal randos that are like, oh, come on, man, let me in! And then the two, or the three... Banthar brothers like no man not on the list can't get it can't get in man not on the list no you're not on the list dog um you make your guy you both like make your way to the front of the line um people kind of like clear in front of rama uh they just like see a mandalorian they're like you know what maybe if i just stand like two feet to the left this will not be a whole problem (laughs) um so path kind of clears uh the three brothers see you um i'll let you guys how do you guys want to handle this? Because how you approach these three bouncers is going to determine how you need to roll to get in. So I'll let you guys take it from here a little bit.
4: Hey, uh, Akula. I, uh... You know, I think you should do the talking. Just say, like, official Jedi business or something.
3: Um, I've got a better idea. Um, I, I go up to them and I say, um, hello, we're, we're friends with Cecil. Um, she asked us to come in tonight.
1: Oh, Cecil. Oh, cool, man. Cecil, Cecil. Yeah, uh, they look, um, let's see, Toby, the oldest, like looks at his clipboard and says, "Uh, yeah, sure. Friends of Cecil, man. What's
5: your name?
3: Akala.
1: Akala. Let me just roll like a luck check. Sorry, man, you're not on the list.
3: Um, I would like to use... Mind trick, Jedi mind trick, to <laughs> okay. let me in. Um, wisdom saving throw. On oh, failed save, target has disadvantage on wisdom and intelligence checks.
1: Okay, what's the save DC?
3: Um, thirteen.
1: Uh, he saves. Oh, fuck.
3: Okay. But um, he doesn't
1: remember. The part of that mind trick is that he doesn't know that you tried to do a mind trick. So you subtly tried to affect his mind. You, like, make a slight gesture, and he's just like, what was that, dude? And, like, no, nah, like, sorry, you're not on the list.
3: Um, great. I'm gonna text Al. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, be, like, outside.
1: <laughs> so, anyway, you were, uh, you were <laughs> asking some questions about, sorry, this Togruton woman?
2: Yeah, uh, her name's Oko, that doesn't ring a bell to you at all.
1: Well, I did hear of a Togrutin woman that was coming in pretty regularly for the past few months, but I don't know that I've really seen her that much. Mm hmm. So, like, why are you trying to find her?
2: Uh, she's in trouble, and I'm trying to help her out.
5: Oh. Um, okay.
1: Uh, what kind of trouble is she in?
2: Uncertain but uh enough that a close friend of hers asked me to look into it
1: wow it seems really hard
2: yeah it's an interesting uh thing you got there
1: oh this uh and she gestures at her tiara
2: yeah well it looks like it's moving but it's not like what's that about
1: Oh, uh, yeah, it's just kind of like a trick of the light. Um, it's inlaid with a thin layer of mercury. Um, it's a family heirloom, actually, uh, given to me by my, uh, my grandmother before she passed.
2: Insight check. Okay. Um. Thirteen.
1: Uh... You can tell that that wasn't the truth, but you're not sure which part of it
2: was. Right. Interesting. It's very, very nice, very fortunate to have a good relationship with your family. Um, I'm gonna check my phone and say, I have some other friends outside. Uh, How long have we been talking? Like just a few minutes?
1: Yeah, I would say like 10 minutes.
2: Yeah. Um, I'll go ahead, because I feel like I come here a decent amount, because Elle doesn't have any friends, really, so they just kind of hang out with Cecil's friends, (laughs) and usually probably, like, when they're off work, come picks them up, and, like, you know, (laughs) DDs or something, (laughs) um, but, uh, I'll go ahead and, like, pay her for the equivalent of, like, how much a dance would have cost for ten minutes for taking up her time. Sure,
1: yeah, uh, like, the drink plus, like, that, it would be, like, $30, so you just, like, put 30 credits on the table.
2: Yeah, uh, hopefully we can talk later.
1: Sure, yeah, don't be a stranger, and she kind of waves at you, um, as you dip. Uh, so, yeah, you, I take it you're about to just try to get them into the club. Yeah. Cool, cool, uh, yeah, so you, like, walk out, uh you look at at terry uh the manager behind the, the desk who's just kind of like oh are you leaving Elle, or uh
2: no i got some friends outside they're they're not from around here they're kind of i mean they're good people but you know they don't i was just gonna get them in
1: ah uh, yeah you know you can uh, your words good here ellie yeah go ahead um, yeah they open the door and you see the three banthar brothers kind of like crowded around uh akala and i'm like what's up dog you're trying to get in like you're not on the list dog sorry like what's up like what are you trying to do like and then
2: uh, uh and i say toby are you out here harassing some of my friends oh <laughs> they, they're cool they're cool you, they can come in they are your
1: friends you know they said something like that like after they said they were Caesar's <laughs>
2: friend but they weren't on
1: the list and then, like, yeah, OB no, and I, Bobby. Got, I got it.
2: They're not, they're, they're, like, just visiting. They're not really from around here. And I know people always say that they're friends with someone, but, you know, they're actually, they're friends. If you don't mind letting them in.
1: Oh yeah, it's okay. Like, of course. Yeah, sorry, man. Yeah. Sorry about giving you a hard time. And they, they lift up the, uh, the velvet rope. You guys walk in. Um.
2: Yeah, y'all want anything while you're out here? You good?
1: No, nah, we got water. We're good. We got water. Yeah, we got, right. I got some water, too.
2: All right. Um. um
1: <laughs> You guys uh, enter back into the club, Uh, music's raging, there's like more guests now, like it's slowly accumulating in terms of like population in here, Um, Akala and Rama, you guys both need to check your weapons at the desk and pay your fee to get inside. I do that. Yeah, Akala, Uh, you definitely have the cash from being bankrolled by the Jedi Order, Rama, go ahead and just roll me a D10 if you have if you roll higher, if you roll a ten or higher, you have the cash to, to cover it. If not, you're wait. Controlled. Hold on, a ten or a higher on a D10? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Five or higher on a D10.
6: Got it. I was like, man. <laughs>
2: I was like, you really like screw that.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Get a natural uh, ten. No, that's
1: bother. a that's a three. <laughs> <clears throat> it's a three. Uh, yeah. The old Mando pockets are empty.
3: I'll cover him. I don't care.
1: <clears throat> Thanks.
3: Yep, no problem.
1: Alrighty, well, welcome to the sleepless circuit. Uh, Remember to respect all the dancers. Uh, If you need help or need security, just come up here. Um, We've checked your weapons. Here's uh, your tickets to retrieve them at the end of the night. I'm Terry. I'm the manager here. Good to know that you're friends at L. Um, Cecil's going to be performing in an hour. I heard that you guys are friends with Cecil. Um, I... I'm gonna clock out of my shift here at the desk in a few minutes, but I'll be back in the manager's office. You guys never need
3: anything,
6: uh,
1: yeah. And enjoy, enjoy your
6: stay.
3: Thank you, sir.
6: Rama is going to, as he hands over his pistols, you know, just be like, just, just kind of be like, hmm. You know, it, it feels weird, but then like I, kind of wondering if he's a Mandalorian anyway, without being anything else other than (laughs) a guy who always wears a mask and, uh, just kind of just hands his weapons over, being like, God, I hate clubs.
3: (laughs) Um, I'm gonna pull Al aside just for a second. Um, he's a little touchy right now. He just lost his ship and all of his licenses in court, so keep that in mind. Um, Hopefully he's not a loose cannon tonight, but honestly, it's going to be hard to tell.
2: All right. Well, as long as he doesn't, you know, threaten to shoot someone at this bar, because uh, I I, I kind of know a lot of people here. Um, yeah. Yeah. Let's. G- hey, Rama, let's get some drinks in you. Uh, and
4: uh,
6: Before we do that uh, here. I'm gonna take out two of these stim packs and hand it to Al and, and say, "Old oh, Davy wanted you to have these. They're uh, good in a pinch." That
2: oh, man, old Davy,
4: uh, that bastard. You might want to use a an alcohol swab though. <laughs> before, you, you, before you, stick this in oh, you. Oh, I just, I don't get sick. Okay, cool. Just
6: wondering. <laughs>
2: I'm a paladin baby. <laughs>
6: <laughs> so I've got one, Elle's got two, and Aqua has three is <laughs> the current number. I
3: mean, we could just split it up so everyone has two. <laughs> like
1: Yeah. Man, also, i
3: figured.
1: Everybody should be at full health um now oh. because it's been some time since you guys have been in combat, so just go ahead and bump yourselves up to full. That's
3: great, thank you. <laughs> yep. I have yep. ten health down, so that's that's good.
1: But if, if any slots have been expended, you do not get those back because there has okay. not been a short or long list. Okay, so uh, to jump back in. So, L, you were about to get uh, Rama some drinks.
2: Yeah.
1: Cool. So, you guys sit down at the bar, order a few drinks, start chatting. Um, as kind of a general reminder, the reason you guys are here is because you know that Oko was pinged at the guest registry at this point about five days ago. How that information got disseminated. Doesn't seem clear, but it seems like since she was pinged here, kind of an official thing. Um, so you guys are here to ask questions, figure out more about what's going on. I'll let you guys have total freedom about how you want to pursue that.
2: Yeah, uh, before, once I get drinks, does uh, aqua drink? No.
3: <laughs> I was no. going to say she's going to have water. <laughs>
2: Do you well? Do you want water or do you want like soda water with a lime? So
3: that, yeah, <laughs> that sounds good.
2: I'll get you soda water <laughs> with a lime, so it looks like you're you know you could peer pressure p- yeah, or whatever. Pass it off, yeah. Um, and I'll get Rama whatever he wants. Um,
4: I'll just uh, take whatever you're having uh, with the Mandalorian straw, please.
2: I don't know what that means.
4: It's the really long ones. I, most bars have them. So they can fit under the helmet, you know.
2: Oh right, right, okay, yeah, I, I get him that. Um, <laughs> just a gin and target with the ridiculously long straw.
1: This bar definitely um, doesn't have the Mandalorian straw, but you do see a droid very quickly tape like three normal straws. Together <laughs> and, and put in your
2: drink. Yeah, I definitely don't say the Mandalorian <laughs> straw. I'm like, what's the longest straw you have? <laughs> um, hey, do you, do y'all remember that Trand ocean we saw? Um, when we got the puck. Um, yeah, I do.
4: Hard to forget. Smelled horrible.
2: Yeah, he, um, he came by, I think he offed some other bounty hunters and, uh, made a, I wouldn't even say a thinly veiled threat. He basically outright said that if we don't get off of, uh, this mission, that He'd kill us, and he also threatened Cecil. So I'm guessing he was the one
3: to attack the hive, then.
2: Yeah, I put money on that.
3: Yeah, we we talked to Rosie on the way here. She had some more um, information about the the force parasites that um that we collected, and uh, it's not not great news. Um, she wants us to come see her within the
2: next few days. All right. Ooh. Um, I haven't really been doing much. I've mostly just been waiting for y'all. So, talk to... Um, what was her name? Sue?
1: Sue. Yeah, Sue was yeah. the uh, Cathar woman.
2: I talked to a Cathar woman who uh, seemed a little cagey. Can't quite put my finger on it. But other than that, I've mostly just been keeping an eye out for any unsavory characters. If we need... But Oko was... Definitely here and uh, She seemed like she was trying to hide something But I don't know exactly what or for why um, But I was thinking of going and talking to Terry Didn't know if y'all wanted to be there for that or split up But you're usually sort of the brains person um, Talking to the manager is probably
3: a, a good good starting point So
2: I'll join you doing that Rama, how you feeling?
4: Uh, fantastic. All right. It's been a long day. I'll uh, explain later.
6: I'm just gonna go on out limb and say Rama did not hear Akala, uh conveying the recent events to uh, yeah. to El. So he, so Rama thinks El has no idea, and he's like, oh boy, <laughs> I have some shit to
4: tell you if I were in the mood. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, okay, so, Rama, do you stay at the bar while they go shake down Terry?
4: Yep. <laughs> they're really
1: sad. The Just drink
3: his like... troubles away. <laughs> uh,
1: my
4: life sucks.
1: Cool, <laughs> cool, cool. So you get your gin and tonic with your extra long straw, um, and sit, <laughs> sit sadly at the bar alone. People mostly give you wide berth. Uh, so the manager's office, uh, is in the back of the first floor, um, mm-hmm it is on the opposite side of the entrance that you came from there is a back entrance here Um, you see like an emergency exit door and then like down the hallway into the left is this like manager's office that uh, is more or less just like a normal office space there's uh, it's like quieter here although you can still hear like the thumping of the bass music you see a door with a placard that says uh, Terry the beard on it Uh, that's the manager's office Otherwise, it's just kind of like a normal, like, white plaster hallway section of this building that's kind of away from the dance floor. You can make your way in if you'd like. Yeah. Great. Uh, so you open the door ostensibly without knocking. Uh,
2: I'll I'll do that thing where you knock while you're opening. <laughs> yeah, sure. <shouldn't> <laughs> uh, uh,
1: hello. Oh, okay. You're already in here. Uh, great. Hi, L. Uh, that didn't take long. How are you?
2: uh doing good um this is my friend akla wave
1: hi um, right yeah i just checked your shield uh we just talked very nice to see you again
2: yes yeah i actually uh, had some questions for you terry if you don't mind
1: yeah great i'm kind of working right it's, at this it's moment. important
2: it is important great and i kind of wanted to get in and out before cecil takes stage that's all right
1: Oh. Uh as long as this is quick, you know, I got a lot of accounting to do. <laughs> yeah. Uh real busy running the club. Uh sure, we can make it this quick. Why don't you close the door? Uh just go ahead and lock that sucker too while you're at it. Uh and we can have a conversation. Yeah, close the door and just go ahead and lock it for me. Just turn that deadbolt. that would be so <laughs> love that.
2: That's is this weird?
1: What? My, what's it, weird?
2: That's me asking.
1: <laughs> like um, uh This
2: feels weird.
1: Uh this human man is visibly sweating.
2: I'd like to take a little look around the office.
1: Um, it looks like a normal office. There's a bookshelf that has some like paperback romance novels uh you know like some like (laughs) fantasy stuff there you mean there's a couple filing cabinets with like paperwork there's some paper on his desk he has a normal wooden desk and a a chair that he's sitting behind nothing like seems out of the ordinary he definitely seems like stressed
2: yeah are you all right there terry
1: yeah i'm doing great l nothing's the matter Hey, I did notice that door still not locked. If you could just turn that sucker, I would love to talk to you.
2: Is um the the wooden desk? Yeah. Is it like is there like a front to it, or can I see underneath the desk?
1: Um. Yeah, there is like a front to it. Yeah.
2: I'm gonna sort of start walking around a little bit,
1: like around the side of the desk.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah, you see him, like, uh, I don't know how to roll for this, um.
3: I'm just gonna stand by the door, just for, just to have quick access to it.
1: Um, roll me a perception check. Five. Okay, uh, you don't notice anything, um, but- Can I roll a perception check? Uh, yeah.
2: That's a 23. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um, Akala from the direction of the desk you hear um, a small lock click Um, but Terry turns to Elle and says wow okay you're just coming around the hole. is there something in particular that you would like to talk about
2: yeah um, I just wanted to talk about uh, a girl who came through here a few days ago been a regular for a while
1: Uh, yeah, is there, is this, uh, somebody that works at the club? Somebody in in specific you'd like to see, uh, I mean, you know, people that work here, I'm sure you can get a dance from anybody, uh.
2: Right, no, 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 it's a, it would be a patron. Um.
1: Right, right, uh, this wouldn't happen to be, like, a certain, like, some, like, high profile type of person. It might. Right, yeah, I'd love to talk about that, but the thing is that that door's not locked, and, uh, you know, like, you're bringing, like, a stranger in here to kind of, like, talk about it, and, like, I know that you, like, fuck people up, like, on the low, so, like, if we could, like, maybe just, like, make this not, like, a super tense scenario, might be willing to talk about it.
2: I, I look at Akala and, like, nod toward at the lock on the door. Um,
3: okay, I, I lock it
1: all right thank you thank you he flips a switch like underneath his desk and like you hear like the faint reverberation of like uh like subwoofer speakers playing at like a really low like droning frequency so now it's like hard to hear anything that's like not like five feet from you in this room um and he gestures both of you to like move close to the desk so that you can
2: talk to him yeah, I'm already by him. Okay, I yeah. do the same,
1: yeah. I knew I was gonna get into some trouble if I leaked to Brick that oko was here, but we gotta be careful, folks. What do you need to know?
2: I need to know who she was talking to, where she might be going, anything you can have. I'm, and also, like, Sue, what's Sue's deal?
1: Sue? So, uh, Oh, yeah, uh, she started working here, like, uh, about a month ago, pretty good worker. Brings in a nice little profit. Uh, customers seem to really like her. She's the only Cathar woman we have on staff. Uh, plays plays well. I mean, she's a good dancer. I don't know. She just at, came here looking for a job, and she's hot and can dance. And so said, "Yeah, okay." Uh, Oco okay, though. Uh, yeah, uh, kids started coming in a couple months ago as a regular. Just started, you know, once or twice a week would come in. Ask for a few dances uh you know, uh seemed like Cecil got on with her well um but uh yeah, about a month ago, uh she came around one time, um Cecil kind of freaked out, a couple other dancers kind of freaked out um haven't seen her since
2: uh why why did they freak out well because she's regular?
1: Um, it sounded like to me, I mean, they were a little bit hysterical about it. It seemed like she was just getting a little too handsy in the private rooms. Huh. Yeah, I didn't know really what that was about, but, you know, when your workers say it's somebody who can't come around no more, you know, you, you listen to them. So, uh, yeah, she hasn't been around in a while. Uh Used to come in with some friends, uh some lizard folks, some Trandoshans. Um and uh what else uh yeah uh had that jacket with all the patches on it yeah she started wearing uh started wearing uh one of them uh red mouth patches
2: yeah what uh what do you know about those
1: yeah well i don't know too much but they go by a name called the red mall they're uh they're an upstart group in the power and lights district it's real hush hush kind of stuff Uh yeah, I don't, I don't know too much about them.
2: All right. Uh, anything else you have that might be useful? Oh, have you seen any? Have you seen any trend come around here?
4: Uh,
2: I like n- not not regulars like.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, there's been more and more kind of showing up more regularly.
2: Interesting.
1: In fact, I mean, I'd say that the ones that do come around are pretty much the only ones that come around, so they are
3: kind of regular here.
2: Hmm. Alright. Akla, you have any questions?
3: Were the oceans they were all wearing this, uh, this patch too? I didn't say that. Uh, were they wearing anything uh, significant? Any uniform of any type or any identifying clothing?
1: They... I mean they all kind of had the same sort of uh, I mean to the extent that the bounty hunting and like criminal world has a business casual type of aesthetic they are mostly wearing that like they didn't, they weren't wearing anything too outrageous um, but you know they weren't really advertising that they were you know up to no good I don't even know that all of them were criminals but they just direct, I mean they, they checked weapons every time they came in you know, they uh, they mostly kept to themselves, but they didn't really go near other customers. I uh, like to hang out, uh, second floor VIP area. They do. Interesting. Um, okay, uh, Rama, outside, um, I need you to make me a perception check.
6: That is a 16.
1: Um, it's gotten smokier in here.
6: Smokier, so I'm guessing my helmet would filter out smoke, so I'm not coughing.
1: Yeah, I mean, Um, yeah, it's got that airtight seal to help you with the atmosphere. Um,
6: That's cool. Um, Okay, so smokier. Are there people around me who are smoking? Yes, yeah, I mean, like,
1: you see people around you that are smoking cigarettes and, like, smoking out of hookahs and stuff like that. And you also know there's kind of like normal stage effects um, as well, like when people dance. But you can see that like the smoke like persists like up to like mid calf. Like it's like, you, like it's not just kind of like, oh, it's hazy. Like there's actual, that like, kind of smoke.
6: I see. Um, could I uh, see if I can get a closer look? Maybe just uh, hop off the bar stool really quick and then just kneel down real quick see if i can parse anything out about it
1: um sure yeah you bend down into the smoke um you don't there's nothing to really investigate there's just kind of a thin layer of smoke on the ground um but as you do bend down though uh you do hear over the loudspeaker uh ladies and gentlemen
4: coming to the stage
1: your one and only favorite twilight dancer cecil and um, right, um,
6: i'm gonna start spam texting akala and <laughs> and can i hear that? being like hey guys hey cecil's on guys guys cecil's on
2: do i hear the speaker
1: you don't but you do get rama's text
2: <laughs> yeah i see it all right well looks like Cecil's on. So, thank you. If you have any helpful information, I'm just trying to make sure that girl gets home safe.
1: Uh, yeah, of course. I wish you luck. Uh don't mention to anybody that I talked to you or that I'm the one that gave out the information. Uh
2: Why did you give out the information? Uh You got paid, it's fine. <laughs> is is that it?
1: Well, I did get paid from Rick by giving him the information. But between you and me, I don't normally I wouldn't get involved, but I just don't shoot up my bar, okay? And uh I just get this shit out of my hair. Uh and yeah. yeah.
2: You know I don't use guns. Uh well, and uh L like has their arms up behind <laughs> their neck cuz th- they got they got two guns on them. <laughs> <laughs> right here.
1: <laughs> hey, you got a license for those? Hey.
2: <laughs> don't hey.
1: make me call BLPD down here.
2: <laughs> oh, I know for a fact you ain't want them up in your club. Uh, as I as I start heading <laughs> you out. You
1: know that. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh get out of my office. Um
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have fun doing work.
1: You guys exit back to the main floor of the club. Cecil has begun dancing. She's wearing um basically a red bikini and with the giant red fans is doing a exotic uh, fan dance um, and getting lots of singles um, and just like actual like credits like th- like in card form thrown up onto the stage <laughs> um, and she has like a little helper um, droid that is essentially just a better version of a Roomba like sweep up all the cash like, around her <laughs> dancing
2: <laughs> yeah um, I while she's dancing, I am like a hawk on everything in this room. Okay. Uh, top balcony, downstairs, like, if anything happens, I'm gonna see it.
1: Uh, sure, roll me an investigation
2: check. Mm. I don't have the worst. this is
1: 13. 13, um it has gotten noticeably smokier. Like, there is, like, smoke that is now, like, kind of wafting around, like, at mid-thigh level, like, throughout every place in the lower part of the bar. Um, on a 13, you also notice um, sitting at a table, like, at a set of, like, wide chairs kind of meant for lap dancing, you do see the Wookie and the two... Uh, human women that were accompanying the Wookiee that got the bounty with you at the Starlight Bar that are sitting and the two human women are receiving lap dances from uh, male to Grutens and the Wookiee is just like drinking on a chair by herself
2: um, I'm gonna point that out to Akala and I'm gonna be like e- I think something might be going down I don't know what
3: yeah maybe seems like everyone's gotten the
2: clue to come here yeah, I'm gonna keep near Cecil in case anything happens with the stage. It's gotten real, real smoky in here. You notice that?
3: I'm not one to frequent these, uh, these establishments, but yes. yeah, no, this
2: isn't normal. This is weird. Got it. It's like someone wants to cover something. Um, yeah, just keep an eye out, especially uh, any of the workers me of the dancers doing anything odd. I will. And uh, maybe go brief Rama.
3: Yeah, I'm gonna go find uh, Rama.
1: <laughs> um where we left Rama, Rama was at the bar and then like got off his stool and then started watching Cecil.
2: Um is this like the sort of dancing where like she kind of like interacts with the audience a little bit like from the top of the stage oh for
1: sure there is a (laughs) lot of like flirtatious slapping with the giant feathered fans and like shaking of (laughs) the the tits like in people's faces as well it's a strip club like it's a real thing Um, yeah yeah
2: um i'm gonna find a spot next to the stage and kind of get her attention while she's dancing which i probably do sometimes just to you know um I'll, I'll hold up some money. <laughs>
6: are you next to Rama?
2: Probably not.
6: Okay. Uh, I feel like yeah. I'm, I'm, like, behind the crowd. I'm, like, between the bar and the and the, uh, and the the stage, so... Yeah, I Absolutely. feel
2: like we,
3: we should cover, like, at least two separate areas of
6: the place. I'm keeping my eye out.
1: <laughs> yeah, so we'll yeah. say that you guys are, like, on opposite ends of the, like, circular stage. Um... L, you did come to this club with M-Zero. M-Zero is, like, in a seat, like, at the front row of the stage, like, clapping uh, and just, like, sitting and, like, making friends with strangers, weirdly enough. And he's just, like, hooting at them, like, in monkey noise, but he's a hit. Like...
2: Yeah, it's, it's, like, the equivalent of, like, when you're at a party and, like, someone's cat comes out and you're, yes. like, oh, shit!
1: Uh, yeah, in fact, like, there's... You, none of you can hear this, but there's, like, uh, two humans are, like, this dream club's got everything, dude! They've got monkey friends, dude! This guy's awesome! <laughs> throws this guy's credits on stage, like, takes credits from this guy's hand and, like, throws it, like, yes, dude! That's exactly what I wanted to do! He's, like, getting Cecil paid so hard. Um... You, what an ally <laughs> yeah um while this is happening I'm going to say um yeah so like you you basically guys you have free run of like how you want to keep going here there's smoke does seem to be rising somewhat um you know there's you haven't explored the balcony level at all um so you can wait till Cecil's dancing and ask her some questions if you need to uh, what would you guys like to do
2: um I want to get Cecil's attention when I can uh. I would like to investigate the cause of the smoke.
1: Rama, what do you want to do?
6: I want to get up on the uh, on the balcony and see if I can keep tabs on the second floor and get a good vantage point for the rest of the club.
1: Okay, uh, so uh, Akala, we'll start with you. Roll me um, an investigation check to investigate where the smoke is coming from.
3: Not perception, a much better perception. Oh no! That's a five.
1: There's uh, smoke.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you you are unable. To There's figure. a fire.
3: It would have been an eight if I rolled perception, but
1: an eight's <laughs> still not super. <laughs> uh, still below average for sure. Um, you are able to tell where the smoke's coming from. Um, Rama, well, you go up to the balcony. Um, you've been drinking um go ahead and roll me a d10 to figure out how drunk you are no is that not like a constitution save or something yes yes yes, yes, yes. roll a constitution check dc10 constitution check
2: you and your d10s i don't know it's
1: just i don't know
6: it doesn't matter he's like he's Uh, he's got he misses seventh c i knew it i knew (laughs) you guys loved that game gotta get constitution to
3: not fall over drunk
6: is this a save or a normal check
1: uh it's a save yeah we'll say it's a saving throw
6: that's a 16.
1: Sixteen. Hey, you're you're pretty sober. You five (laughs) five drinks
6: in, and I'm like, oh boy, I gotta stop. I need to go on a tolerance break.
1: (laughs) Um, Yeah, you go up to the second level. Um, It's much kind of calmer in terms of uh, like personnel here. Um, You notice that there is like a whole like so four corner building, right? On one of the uh, short corners on the other side of the stairwell from you, like across the the balconies, are like a row of private rooms um, that have like normal just like wooden doors in front of them. Um, That's where clientele gets taken in for like private dances and such. Um, In one of the corners is a uh, small VIP area That has uh, two large Banthar bouncers in front of it.
6: Not the ones familiar? (laughs) No, these are different Banthar bouncers. Got it. Could I uh, go up and look over the the balcony just inconspicuously and see how well I can see over everything?
1: Um, Yeah, I mean, so you go uh, over to the balcony and you are able to look down directly onto the stage, um, getting a great aerial view of Cecil, um, who's now ending her performance just on like a downbeat and she bows um she clocks L uh and starts moving towards L um you get a great view of her um and yeah you are just able to see that like yeah it looks really smoky like you can still see you know people perfectly fine but you just can notice that yeah like there is like a blanket of like dark fog kind of covering the bottom
6: there um go I'd ahead I like to check the do- oh you first okay
1: what would you like to chat
6: just the door <laughs> I want to look at the entrance, the weapons the entrance. check area, the door, bouncers. This is where we came in, check the weapons, etc. cetera.
1: Um, you look and you're noticing that uh, like nobody else is really being let in.
6: What time is it on my Mandalorian HUD in my helmet?
1: I'm <laughs> say so you guys have been here for a little while now. Um, you guys got here around 7-ish. Um, I'm going to say now it's about uh, a... Thirty-ish, getting on
6: to nine. It's eight thirty, and the most popular entertainer just got done, and no one's being let in.
5: mm mm-hmm.
6: Mhm. Oh, okay. That's. I'm sure I didn't say Cecil was
1: their most popular; just a popular dancer. Yeah.
6: Oh yeah, yeah, I think I you
1: start don't know that it's like a permanent thing. You just notice that like the club is is relatively full, and there isn't a whole lot of people being let in. Um, go ahead and roll me uh, a perception check. There.
6: Oh great! I'm so good at those. Oh my goodness! Even with the the negative modifier, that's actually pretty good. Good job. Die. Uh, that is sixteen.
1: Sixteen. Uh, you see a very thin line of smoke that is trailing from where you're standing down uh, around the balconies in like two rigid, like straight, perpendicular lines, and that trail of smoke is leading to, from one of the private rooms next to where the vip area is all
6: right um i'm guessing from my current vantage point that uh i can see l with uh, with cecil
1: um they are like mixed in with the crowd yeah
6: can i see Akala? uh roll me a perception check akla how tall are you
3: <laughs> um pretty average maybe a little below average she's not so oh, tall oh great
6: Okay, I was hoping you like ten. Five, five. five. Okay. <laughs> oh, good, good, good. thing. <laughs> this will be great. Thirteen. <laughs> uh,
1: you don't see Akula in the crowd. You lost sight of her.
6: Oh boy. Um, I'm gonna spam text Akula real quick saying, "Hey, something weird's going on up on the balcony. See if you can make your way up here."
3: Uh, I look at the text and head upstairs.
1: Okay. Before you're able to get to the stairs the whole club blacks out the smoke continues to rise and at this point it is a dense smoke like it is now obscuring your vision of the club and you all notice a small purple hue on the very bottom of the smoke on the floor and screams start happening people start panicking I need you guys all to roll initiative.
3: How are we gonna fight in the dark? <laughs> How fight I got in night the dark? vision. It's ah, fine. Oh shit! Got, I rolled so bad.
6: I got big night vision.
3: Ugh, I did not roll great either. I rolled an eight.
6: Uh, we're good. We're good. Well, what am I gonna do? I don't have my weapons, but I, I did roll we a got a,
3: an unarmed strike until we die. You
6: get, got a twenty. Time to time to hit some beskar to the mouth, bro. <laughs>
1: Okay, um, and then L, what did you roll for initiative?
2: Oh, a five.
1: <laughs> Wonderful. Love that. Okay. Um, <clears throat> combat has not started. We have entered initiative. Smoke is obscuring the entire club. People are panicking and rushing towards the exits. Screams can be heard. And we will pick up with what that means next time on Guild Fellows.
0: book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
4: Save big money on your outdoor project now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth. So, you can keep that lawn in tip top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP lawn and garden and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on menards.com for more great deals.